0: you're listening to the cars of carlisle network podcast episode number 140 featuring andy lally and lance miller business partners and andy lally alive this is your podcast together it's all about car community car culture Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his C of C team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows to team adventures to auto racing weekends to behind-the-scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, hang out with business partners, race car driver, Andy Lally, and Carlyle Events co-owner, Lance Miller, as they tell us about their joint venture, Andy Lally Alive. AndyLallyAlive.com is focused on changing the game of influencer marketing with creative approaches to support the automotive and motorsport industries. By applying innovation and in technology, Andy Lally Alive serves fans and enthusiasts via digital marketing and various business entities. It's time to talk business and racing. So, let's get wrapped up. Hello and welcome back Cubers to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. We appreciate you just being part of this whole community and and being part of the show thank you for coming back again this week here in just a few minutes we're going to be speaking with two gentlemen that know their way around a racetrack and are both continuing to build some incredible online services and tools to serve the automotive industry and that is through their venture Andy Lally alive so stick around we are going to be speaking with race car driver Andy Lally and Lance Miller co-owner of Carlisle events but first, wanted to say how excited I am to have Andy on the show and Lance, as you know, who we've been on the show before. Uh, Andy, as you're going to learn, is an IMSA WeatherTech champion. He uh, is a five-time winner of the 24 Hours of Daytona, and that's a hint for this week's trivia question, by the way. Uh, he is a four-time winner of the 6 Hours of the Glen, the Petit Lemon winner, 12 Hours of Sebring winner. He's been at the podium. Are on the podium at 24 Hours of Le Mans, you'll hear about that, uh, he's driven stock car, I mean he is not only that but he's an entrepreneur uh, and along with Lance Miller who you know who is instrumental in all the great work that Carla Events is doing, uh, these guys are, are really putting it together and, and continuing to improve uh, the way that we interact online so kudos to them and, and really excited to uh, have them be on the show. Let's take a moment to recognize our exclusive OEM Automotive dealer sponsor, and that is Porsche Mechanicsburg. We'd like to thank Nick Ramagosa and the entire team at Porsche. Uh, We are genuinely proud to be affiliated with them and have them as a sponsor. If you live anywhere in the Washington, Baltimore area, or anywhere in the the greater Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area, you owe it to yourself to check out Porsche Mechanicsburg. They have recently completed a brand new state-of-the-art Porsche Center, which is spectacular. And that world-class facility is located at 6625 Carlisle Pike in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, which is just a few 12 minute, uh, 15 minute ride to the east of Carlisle and visit them. They are part of the Faulkner Automotive Group and that has been around since 1932. And with that at Porsche Mechanicsburg, they are a dedicated group of world-class professionals. That is the place to go. If you are interested in a Porsche 718, The new 992 generation of the porsche 911 perhaps a panamera a macan maybe even a tycon or a cayenne be sure to look them up and check them out we'd like to say thank you to porsche mechanicsburg for all their support okay trivia question because we're talking about uh or talking with andy and lance who both have have uh, done quite a bit of racing but andy being a professional driver I figured let's do a question that has to do with Daytona. And this being, how long is a single lap of the 24 hours of Daytona race? That answer awaits at the end of this episode. So it is time to go to the studio conference line and now speak with Andy and Lance. Hello Cubers, this is Darren and I am talking to you from Studio A in Carlisle, Pennsylvania tonight. And I have on the phone Andy Lally and Lance Miller. Guys, thanks for joining me. I appreciate you being on the call
1: happy to be on. Excellent. Our pleasure for sure.
0: Well, just uh, I know that listeners uh follow this podcast from 43 countries, so maybe not everybody's is familiar with American professional sports car and stock car racing, but uh Andy Lally is uh you've been in the racing world for quite some time. In fact, uh, I know that you have uh from everything from NASCAR to uh, as well as the uh, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, uh, Audi R8, Magnus Racing, we'll get into some of your, your career and, and Lance can talk about some of uh, his racing experience too. But we also want to talk about Andy uh, Andy Lively Live and the fact that uh, there's some new elements to that enterprise that you both are partnering on and what's involved with that as far as uh, digital auction platform and you have um, registration for, you know, Streaming, uh, streaming event promotion, and and for tracks clubs and driving schools, and so there's a lot going on, and we'll hit on all of that. But I wanted just to maybe go a little deeper and have you both talk about um, uh, kind of your your backgrounds, and and I know listeners have, uh know Lance, of course, is co-owner of Carlisle Events, a marketing affiliate to them. But uh, Andy, let's start with you. Maybe just talk a little bit about yeah how you knew that you were totally into cars at what age and and what just got the Pistons firing early on for you?
1: Uh, sure, sure. Well, long story short, it started at an extremely young age when I was, uh, just under five years old. I took everything with wheels on it, uh, that I owned from like a wagon to this Fisher price toy to finally a big wheel down this big grassy knoll, um, that uh, big grassy hill behind my house, and it was sort of sort of like a common area for uh, it was a very young neighborhood uh, and a lot of kids played on this hill and I would walk whatever I had with wheels on it up the hill, fly it down the hill, and then take seemingly forever to get back to the top and just rinse and repeat <laughs> and one one day the the oldest kid on the block he was maybe ten came out from his house driving a go-kart and where he came from his house, he was kind of at the top of the hill when he got there with the go-kart and he went down that hill really fast and it caught my attention. I was there with my dad. He was watching me as I was pushing my big wheel up and I, I stopped in my tracks. I remember this clear as day and he, I thought that it was really cool how fast it went and that he had basically a little car. It was the first time I was understanding that a kid could drive what looks like a little car. and But the game changer was when he turned around at the bottom of the hill and he drove back up the hill. <laughs> it blew my mind that of all my favorite toys, none of them drove back up the hill. And I had to take seemingly the whole day to get back up to the top of the hill for a quick you 10-second know, ten second. Mm-hmm. Uh, free ride down the hill mm-hmm. and that's when i understood really what a motor does and it was from that point on that i did not stop bugging my family uh to get a go-kart and that that passion that love of sport and racing and speed uh combined for uh some successful go-karting and then from there there was a lot of luck and meeting the right people at the right time to get an opportunity in cars uh that just kept going i mean there's story after story of a 28 year career for me in car racing uh after about five or six years of go-karting that uh made me a very fortunate guy
0: mm-hmm. indeed yeah that's and I, I liked how you can take it harken it back to your you know, your age five and that's what, what a eureka moment for you
1: yeah it was it was pretty amazing uh yeah since then like you, you touched on uh, uh, my career predominantly has been in the IMSA WeatherTech Championship. Uh, previous years, that was called the Rolex Series, uh, the Petit Le Mans, uh, the American Le Mans Series. Um, I've been fortunate to win the 24 Hours of Daytona five times, uh, the Six Hours of the Glen four times. Uh, I've won Petit Le Mans. I've won the 12 Hours of Sebring. I've been on the podium at the 24 Hours of Le Mans, uh, and uh, and I dabble in some uh, stock car stuff too. We had uh, had two nascar xfinity races this year uh we got top fives in both of them and uh looking forward to uh, uh plan on some more road courses uh, if i can put a deal together for 2021 but for 2021 that's signed and sealed for now i am back with magnus racing which is a team i've been with uh this will be the 10th year and we are making a switch from the lamborghini huracan to the new acura nsx Okay. Uh, that debuted about three years ago. Uh, with the, I debuted in that car, but then went to the Lamborghini for a couple of years, and now we're switching. Uh, I'm switching back to the Acura NSX again.
0: Well, if I can pause there, um, just any reflections on in between the the Huracan and the NSX? I mean, just its characteristics on the track. The F
2: the
1: FIA and the global rules for GT3 have made the similarities between the mid-engine cars very, very close. Uh, Of the GT3 spec, I've now driven the Porsche, the Ferrari, the Lamborghini, the Audi, and the Acura NSX. And uh, with the exception of the Porsche rear engine, uh, when you're on the same tire, uh, we run a spec tire, it's a very similar handling car. You've got different visual ergonomics and cockpit ergonomics that uh, get take some getting used to, uh, and some quirks and whatnot. You know, the Audi, and the Lamborghini, and the Ferrari. When I got into it, was already a sorted machine. The Acura NSX was brand new, and we were going to be doing the first race with it. So that. Yeah, that was two thousand seventeen. We we definitely had some teething problems in the first um, half, first third of the year, but then uh we we broke out of that uh uh slump with a, a win in Detroit, the first ever worldwide win for the NSX, and then followed it up two weeks later with a win at the uh at Watkins Glen in New York. So uh we, we took it from uh a never was uh, revamp of the old Acura NSX back, back in the day to, uh, a, uh, to a brand new car that we were, that we were winning with, uh, in the first year. So it was an iconic car. There was a lot of pressure on us because the original NSX was so, um, successful that, uh, the team that was put in charge of doing this, uh, had a lot in their shoulders and my, uh, my teammates, uh, Catherine leg and, uh, Jeff Siegel and Osnegri. uh, Along with Mike Shank and the gang, uh, did a good job.
0: Excellent. Well, that's really appreciate you going deeper on on that. Well, I know that uh, to have you know, podium at Le Mans. Tell us a little bit about uh, what that kind of experience is. I mean, what a what a phenomenal uh, opportunity and experience for you.
1: I did. I did. I raced a prototype, uh, what is essentially now LMP2. Mm-hmm. There, I did it two years in a row in 2005 and 2006 with a. A uh, team called uh, U.S. team called Miracle Motorsports. Uh, we ran a Courage uh, chassis, which is based literally hundreds of yards behind pit lane at uh, at Le Mans. So it was a very popular uh, uh, team because the the French obviously uh, take a lot of pride in their in their home team chassis manufacturers there. So it was, uh, it was a very cool experience. The first year was a heartbreaking experience where we had a mechanical issue uh but the second year we came back and uh and finished third and it was a wild podium when they when the people rushed the gates and 100,000 people are standing at the base of the podium uh we're <laughs> almost as far as you can see all the way up pit lane just packed and cheering and screaming it was uh one of the one of the cooler podiums of my life
0: sure i imagine so and just uh, the mystique of that track and the race itself and this, and I don't want to neglect your partner there, uh, Lance, I mean, let's, we, I want to read after the second question kind of will be going back to when you had your eureka moment too. Uh, but it's a good segue because I, what comes to mind with Lamont is obviously uh, your dad's dream and you being there with Fitch, with John Fitch. You may I want to talk a little bit about that.
2: Are you kidding? I can't compete with what Andy just said. That was, uh, <laughs> I I'm sitting here in awe. So, I know. None of us uh,
0: can. You
2: know, going, <laughs> I understand what he said in regards to the podium and just seeing the amount of people. I can't imagine standing on the podium, looking down, and seeing the masses. Right. Um, it's just, it's incredible, and it's hard to describe. It's one of those things, that, and I'm sure any can attest, you need to go and see it. It needs to be on your bucket list. If you love cars, if you love racing, go to Le Mans. It's incredible. So, uh, you know, as you said, in 2010, I ended up taking a car back to Le Mans because it had history. The vehicle that I brought with me was a 1960 Corvette that happened to win its class. And uh, it's it just, it's an amazing vehicle. It's the pinnacle for Corvette due to the fact that obviously it won its class. It was the very first Corvette to ever do so. It held that title for over 40 years. And uh, it was pretty magnificent to take it back to Le Mans 50 years later and remarkably have John Fitch, one of the co-drivers, there to take a lap around that track prior to the race. I was fortunate enough to get a lap around the, the racetrack. Andy, you did a few more than just one, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's pretty cool that you
1: took a piece of history there and got to do that. Did, uh, did Corvette win that year? I can't remember.
2: 2010... Was that a Porsche? That was was the year that they changed the motor, if you recall. And unfortunately, it didn't end up so well. (laughs) So it was painful um, in the paddock area. But nevertheless, I mean, it was still a historical moment for everybody. It it was incredible. Um, And it, it really didn't hurt our energy as far as bringing the car over, enjoying the excitement of having the vehicle there. And obviously, John Fitch, I got to tell you, I mean, as he had talked about in regards to the French people just being uh, very much into the history and the significance of the race over there, um, you wouldn't believe he was a total rock star. I mean, he was walking by my side and people were literally just surrounding us all the time, Mm. just asking him to sign, you know, merchandise and, you know, just touch him for that matter. So to be a part of it was just phenomenal, and I was very fortunate to really get to know John during that time frame, and he was 92 years old at the time. Uh, Wow. So just incredible. And the Corvette team was, you know, unbelievable. I'll never forget, John John was, like, on point all the time. In fact, when we did some... uh, Interviews and what have you, you know, they would kind of prep us prior, and they'd say, okay, why don't you go this direction, and John, you go this direction. So I'd do my part, and I'd always forget something, and John would actually rope me right back in, <laughs> and essentially like lay it out for me, and be like, oh yeah, what do you think of this, Lance? I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed that part. <laughs> John completely got it, uh, you know, and then we we're, we we walk away, and you know, this guy's going you know, 100 miles per hour all day long. Mm -hmm. And it was funny. At one point, it was just he and I, and he goes, Lance, I am so tired. I'd love to take a nap. (laughs) And I look over, and I see a a friend of mine, Ron Fellows, that ran for Corvette Racing. And he had said, hey, he's like, what's going on, guys? You know, we're just talking. I said, hey, is there any way that John can lay down in one of the, the driver's quarters? He's like, are you kidding me? Here, I'll give him my room. So it was just neat to have everybody come together, and we were all there in the spirit of, you know, a good time, and at the same time, reminiscing an amazing, you know, victory that Fitch and Bob Grossman had achieved, you know, back in 1960. So I was lucky to be a part of it all. And there was a movie about it called The Quest, so it was pretty neat to see it all evolve and actually capture that moment and be able to show my daughter,
0: which was neat. Oh, for sure. No, and I I got to meet uh, John at that premiere in downtown Carlisle. You both autographed a poster from that event in Le Mans, and it's uh, it's actually framed and in my uh, podcast studio, and it's uh, it's really good uh, good reminiscing good story. Well, Lance, to to, awesome. to to be fair, what was did you have like a five year old epiphany that uh, Andy did had something similar
2: with With cars? Well, see, I I can't even remotely go into a a racing career because my career is literally peanuts. I, uh, you know, I went out and I played quite a bit and I still do. I enjoy going out the track and having fun, but it's typically, you know, I'm going to do SBRA, more vintage stuff Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just go out, have a good time. I, I love it, you know, and really the best part for me is going out afterwards and talking to everybody and, enjoying that bench racing and and it's mm-hmm. more about the people aspect i love that portion of it and i'm sure andy's the same way you know it's it's just a lot of fun because you get to know a lot of different people throughout racing and uh Absolutely. you know the coolest the coolest part too is you learn the boundaries of the vehicle which unfortunately on a streetcar so many people will never ever achieve that mm-hmm. but at the same time if you can get you know, within 80%, that's huge. And it's amazing what these cars do today. And I, I just love the fact that, you know, the factories, when I say that, you know, Chevrolet, Ford, what have you, are learning from what, like, the types of Andy are achieving. Mm-hmm. They're coming back. They're giving feedback. They're using that feedback for the streetcars, making it a better car for you and I to go out and, and drive and have fun with. So I, I just love, you know, the whole aspect of it all.
0: Yeah, uh, there's, there's still some elements to that race it on Sunday and buy one on Monday kind of aspect. And you're right, the technology does trickle down um, in most every aspect mechanically of the vehicle. You're right. Well, did you have, uh, I know your, your late father and best friend, Chip Miller, did he get you uh, behind the wheel like sitting on his lap when you were like three or four years old? Did you have one of those, man, I know I'm a car guy of your, of your own stature.
2: I always – I shouldn't say I always loved cars. I was always around cars because Mm -hmm. of the fact I pretty much was born into it due to my father just being a hardcore enthusiast. was in just about every club that he could find. So, you know, I was always around them. And, in fact, you know, when I was probably lower teens, I actually didn't like cars because of the fact my dad was always like, get away from the cars. You know, I'd (laughs) always have my buddies there. We had pinball (laughs) machines in the basement along with twenty cars surrounding them. <laughs> so I'd go down there with my buddies and I'd play pinball like any other kid would and then your dad would come down and be like, Don't touch the cars, don't do this, don't do that. So I just it became almost like don't, 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 don't <laughs> and uh I I just almost got pushed away where finally it came to the point where, you know, you're about to get your license and you're trying to figure out what kind of car you want. Well I just wanted like a beater Volkswagen just to go out and play with, throw my surfboard in the back, and have fun with this thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to worry about my dad being like, what did you do? Did you curb it? Did you dent it?
0: Uh-huh.
2: But then, unfortunately, I went and drove a challenge car, a Corvette challenge car, which is a late 80s car. And uh, I I heard the motor, and I went and hit the throttle, and I blew through the fairgrounds, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> awesome. And that was it. I mean, it was it was all over from there. Then all of a sudden, I got into cars, and it became, you know, just insanity, yeah. I think, just as any car person can tell you. You know, you just, it's its a whole different world, and it's great. It's a passion. It's a love. It's a hobby. I, I love it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Very cool. Well, let's let's shift gears and talk a little about uh, Andy Lally Alive, and that's A-N-D-Y-L-A-L-L-Y-A-L-I-V-E.com. Uh, this has been in, in place for a while, but I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about how you guys are – Working together and partnering and, and some of the work that I know that there's, you guys have branding and design and messaging and data analytics and there's the uh, marketing side. But I uh, want to take a, you know, a chance to to promote what you guys are doing with the business and, and the new elements that they're in and what that's going to mean to the industry, particularly uh, motorsports.
2: Great. Andy, sure. if you uh, want to roll with the, the first part, go for it sure Andy Lally alive is
1: uh, Andy Lally innovations ventures and experience uh, and it's it's a digital marketing and technology company that delivers an ecosystem of customized solutions services um, unique marketing and technology products that support essentially not just motorsports but all of the automotive industry um, under that umbrella we've got three companies uh track rabbit awesome joe auctions which which lance will go uh deeper into and an app called motor crush and this started uh, about five coming up maybe even on six years now uh when i met uh my partner my first partner in this uh, david Adadon. uh he owns a uh, a marketing company out of delaware called trellis and uh, we met at a trap day he's a car guy And uh, I was at New Jersey Motorsports Park, basically coaching, uh, doing like kind of a, a club day as like a guest coach. And I met Dave and we hit it off. And, you know, I've done these kinds of events all over the country for many years now. And there's always that end of the day dinner slash hanging out at the, the club bar or whatever and you solve all of the world's racing problems on a bar napkin <laughs> and the next day you forget about it and you go on to the next city. Uh well I did just that with Dave and we, we scribbled down I don't know, six, eight, ten sort of ideas that we had both sort of put together and had interests in and whatever. And I left and Dave had my contact info and he said, We're gonna do something with these ideas and I to be totally honest, I, I, I was like, yeah, because I, I get that a lot. And I just don't usually have other people that want to follow through as well. And Dave contacted me the next week and said, hey, I want to talk more about this. Let's let's get together. And uh, I was into it, but I still didn't have the complete vision. And I, to be totally honest, I didn't have the complete drive that Dave had to try to do this. I wasn't convinced yet. And he... He had I told him I was interested, we could talk, blah, 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 but I wasn't putting a whole lot behind it. He kept calling and kept pushing and kept saying how we can do this and how we can make this happen and made it basically he got the ball rolling. And uh from there that's where uh that's where I met Lance and uh it's it's been uh, it's been a pretty crazy ride these last uh four or five years now. Uh the track rabbit is is the thing that we are working on the most, uh, uh with, uh, with the brand. And it is, uh, track it's something that going into 2021, we're trying to be the support, the background for the industry, for the motorsports industry, um, by, by coming up with, uh, low fees, marketing, advertising. Uh, TrackRabbit is uh, an automotive and motorsports event registration and administration platform. So we basically help the smaller tracks, teams, uh, schools, etc., cetera, uh, clubs, uh, small, uh, race series that don't have you know, hundreds of employees and want, need to outsource their registration for their events, track days, or races.
0: Right, sure. And
1: uh, that's, that's been growing really well.
0: Uh, I would imagine, too, that that's that that outsourcing is going to become even more increasingly more important and relevant uh, as everyone's trying to do more with less and, and uh, needing help. And this is the digital age where you're obviously able to meet those those needs and with, with your services.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we're building true partners uh, with our with industry leading clients. You know, we are we are. Close with these people. I know the industry. Dave knows the product. And it's, we're, we're, we're getting, we're, we're starting from the bottom. And we're just trying to take each club and each track on their own journey because they've all got different desires and needs. And we're trying to tailor to those wants. And uh, I think we're doing a really good job. And I think we have the best product in the sector.
0: Outstanding. Well, Lance, what are your, do you want to talk a little bit about Awesome Joe Auctions?
2: Sure, I'd be happy to. And I'll I'll hit track rabbits too because of the fact I personally use that because of the fact we've done track days for the Chipmiller Amyloidosis Foundation, whereas obviously we're just a small organization, as Andy had said. And what we did was apply it within. And it's amazing because what I love about how we work together is if you need certain adjustments, you call, you make those adjustments and it's on the fly. And that's where trellis really comes in and is able to make those adjustments. It's like a small boutique in a sense, because Mm -hmm. of the fact it's not only our small foundation, but it's all these different ones. For instance, if you need to rent out uh, helmets during your track day, you know, what size helmet, there's a lot of different elements to it and it's nice the track rabbit goes in, jumps in, makes sure that everybody now has that benefit. So it's it's really consistent and good to see it, it growing. And I, I see that really cherishing down the road here. So it's, it's exciting stuff. So on to uh, Awesome Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an online auction essentially. So as you know, we do our own auctions live at Carlisle Auctions. Sure. Um, I love the aspect of you know, online. I've envisioned this for quite a long time. And again, like Andy, we I talked to David and he he's like, oh, this is great. We need to do this. We need to do this. But there's a lot of work behind it. Um, obviously, there's a lot of competitors as well. But, you know, we felt confident jumping into this space is a no brainer because that's the world. It, that's the way it's going. Let's face it. It's evolving into, and especially now with COVID, we're, we're seeing it more than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if we didn't have technology, think about what oh, would yeah. be going on right now. It'd yes. be a totally different world. Yes. Um, so as far as online auctions, there's, it's just the way to go. You know, we're doing a lot of neat things that Carlisle Events does as well on Carlisle Auctions. Um, you know, free listing until it's sold, which is kind of cool. I mean, go out and find that elsewhere. You're not going to. Uh we try to keep the the fees very low on the uh you know there's only a two percent for the seller fee and three percent for a buyer fee, trying to just keep it very obtainable for everybody um uh, neat thing is there we have a live chat support as well, so that's always a good thing to host just in the event that you're having problems what have you i mean which we all do with technology <laughs> nowadays all right. All right. uh so and um, we just have a lot of great partners as well, you know, throughout. We have Auto Appraisal Group, who we work with at Carlisle as well, Grundy Insurance, which is great, Locked in Motorsports Insurance, Montway Auto. So in the event that you need to get transportation, Motul Oil, I mean, that's always a good thing as well. Um, so we're fortunate to have a lot of ties within the, the automotive hobby and industry, And, uh, obviously, we're fully behind it, and I think our expertise is really what's going to set us apart. Obviously, we know cars. uh, We've been entrenched in them our whole lives, as you both heard, Andy and I. So, uh, you know, we're fortunate to be working together and and feel like we have a lot to offer. So it's exciting, a lot of exciting stuff going on. In fact, I was just looking at Awesome Joe right before I got on here, guys. (laughs) I was looking at – I don't know if you had time to look at it darren i did
0: yeah but
2: uh i knew your style you'd like them for competition
0: am i right oh absolutely yes yeah
2: and the 720s would be my bet that's your your take (laughs) i don't know did you see the 68 pontiac gto
0: i did not see that one
2: no no the reserve was just lifted i saw so that was kind of (laughs) cool but it's it's just it's fun to see you know it's 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 entertainment for those that just don't want to watch, but if you want to buy a car, if you want to sell your car, it's the perfect opportunity. It's online. It's easy. You can do it from your home, take pictures. That's right. So, uh, you know, we're, we're all about it and having fun doing it.
0: Well, even if you're not in the market for a particular car today, you can begin to assess and, and kind of formulate your dream and your, your strategy and how you're going to pursue it and, and acquire it and what have you. And I think that's just... It's browsing. It's sort of like when we were kids and you got the Sears catalog at Christmas time. You're not going to get everything in there that you wanted, but man, there was nothing better than just browsing and checking it out. And that's sort of what what this offers you.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So again, it's just another aspect or element to the overall business and uh, it's really going well. I
0: mean, we're
2: obviously running into a few snags here and there, but really it's pretty limited right now and all it's doing is making us stronger for Mm -hmm. down the road. So Mm -hmm. good stuff.
0: Absolutely. What, uh, is there like a 12-month or anything else that you guys wanted to, you're looking over the horizon? I mean, obviously, as you say, there's a lot of that. you've got the with the boutique style, you're able to make adjustments on the fly, as you said, and uh, really working in an agile way very, very quickly and, and adapting to the needs of the market and, and what clientele. But are there other things that uh, you think will come out of this over the next year, particularly if the pandemic continues to, be oppressive and and limit what we can do out and about
2: and you want to hit that or you want me
0: uh you can you can go on with it
1: but i i mean i've got an opinion on it too this is this is definitely something where every year that goes by there are more and more people buying into doing business this way and I, i think um I'm I've been extremely fortunate to get an amazing education from both David and from Lance as well as uh uh our team at at Alive that that I've been basically able to look over their shoulder and, and you know being in the industry um quite a bit and being just you know like like Lance said you know from from a young age in you know immersed in this that doesn't quite mean that i have the the amazing technical background i might have experience and input and whatnot but some of these guys um just really our guys do an amazing job uh both the carlisle people and the people at, at alive and and I've, I've had a blast learning from them
0: and that's so uh, those are the best lessons when you can roll up your sleeves and be alongside uh and as lance said too some of our our best learnings or lessons come from those when we skin our knees and fall down and get back up and and are stronger for it. So I I think that's one of the best ways to to get through things in life. Just plow right through it. Agreed. Lance, any other? Without a
2: doubt. And thoughts on that? Something we didn't talk about was Motor Crush. That's kind of yeah how we started off in a sense. And yeah. what that is is a it's an app mm-hmm. and. Envision kind of an online car show. um, That's what it is. You know, the way I see it is like for me, I have a few cars, so I'll upload the cars. It's very easy for me when people come up and talk to me about, hey, you know, tell me more about this particular vehicle. I can just say, hey, check out Motor Crush. I have the car uploaded there. You can see all the pictures. You can read about what I've done to the vehicle, enhancements, that type of stuff. So it's become a great tool for somebody like myself. And uh, certainly, I, I think every car guy out there, car girl out there, you know, certainly could use this tool. Uh, the neat part is it talks about a bunch of different events throughout wherever you're at. Obviously, it's going to pinpoint your, your location and tell you what's going on around that surrounding area. Yeah, I like that. And too. there's that about 300,000 unique visitors there, or I should say users. So there's a lot of people using it. And at the same time, it's nice to see all the different variety of vehicles, you know, from everything antique to motorcycles to trucks to, you know, the latest, greatest out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, just interact with one another. So it's just uh, another element, too. And uh, what we're trying to do is just put a bunch of people together and, and have fun. Yeah. Sounds similar to Carlisle, right? It really, it
0: really does. <laughs> it, this is, this is the, the digital extension, quite honestly. Yeah, it's it makes it, it is,
2: and that's the fun part of it, you know. Use technology, and that's what we're doing. Yeah,
0: and it's free. That's right. That's exactly. Yeah. Can't do. Can't find that every day. That's for sure. Now, what? Uh,
2: yeah.
0: I'm so excited for what you guys are pulling together, and and it's it's a bit of a gel for all all elements of the of the hobby, the industry, motorsports, and in, beyond motorsports. Uh, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to share as far as, I mean, obviously we talked about, you can go to MotorCrush.com. Um, you, you've heard uh, Lance and Andy talk about the, the various products and, and the, kind of the, the three companies within Track Rabbit, Motor Crush, Awesome Joe Auctions. But is there anything else? I'll give you guys kind of the, the final lap to say anything as far as promoting uh, the work being done. Uh, again, how to find you guys, obviously, andylallyalive.com. But uh, I'll let uh, I'll let you guys have final say. So, Lance, you want to go first?
2: Sure. Come on out to any of the Carlisle events and uh, look forward to meeting everybody. I mean, reality is it's feedback that we get from everyone that goes for Carlisle events, that goes for Andy, Andy Lally Alive. You know, we're all about adjusting and learning from, the people that are using our tools and coming to our events, what have you it's so imperative for success, so you know that's that's the angle we go, and that's that's the way we drill in mm-hmm. so uh you know if you ever have feedback, we're easy to get in touch with Andy, I know is on uh social media a lot so so am I, and uh trellis is easy to get a hold of as well, and uh you know David's always there, happy to talk to people so uh you know. We love to listen and learn. That's what it comes down to. So again, check out our, our projects and by all means, use them and spread the word for us.
0: Right. No. And Lance, I uh, simply wanted to say, too, that I thought and I know as a leader, you're always giving credit and feedback to the Carlisle events team. But uh, I thought the 2020 year went off extremely well in light of everything uh, You actually set a precedent for in-person events during the the COVID-19 situation and uh, handled it well with the precautionary measures and uh, the communications and and being very proactive and what have you. I I thought that you and um, Bill 2 and and Bill 3 and and the entire team did an extraordinary job. So hats off to you guys getting through this year and, and doing it well.
2: I appreciate it. It was a painful year for all, but you know, we did manage to get through it and you know, we're looking forward to a better and healthier
0: 2021. Amen to that. Right. Andy, I'll uh, you get the in GT racing. I guess you get the you get the final seat time, you take it to the finish line.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, there's just a few things uh, on the track rabbit side that uh, I didn't get a chance to, to uh, mention, and as, as Lance was going through some of the, even talking about some of the struggles of 2020, uh, we've now incorporated uh, e-waivers, which is going to be a contactless uh, uh, signature so that we're, you're, you're spending less time congested in lines uh, and, and able to actually do this Uh, before you get to the to the event and that's That's a huge thing we're the we're the first company to put this together uh in uh, where everything is all combined with that we're still probably actually 40 percent less uh than uh, than our competition within the industry so uh one other last thing with track is it doesn't have to just be automotive uh we're branching out and planning to go into basically anything where any small group uh, that needs to potentially outsource uh, a registration for a big event, whether that's ticketing, whether that's uh, any sort of event, Uh, it could even be 5Ks, 10Ks, you know, runs and races Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, uh, that doesn't involve automotive. Uh, It's the same platform. It's the same sort of white label page that we can apply to any kind of event. So I'm looking forward to the future uh, of TrackRabbit integrating it even more with with our Motor Crush and Awesome Joe uh, platforms, and uh, hopefully really striving through 2021. Uh, my social media also is Andy Lally Racing. That's my Instagram, and then you can find me on Twitter as well. It's just Andy Lally. Excellent, excellent.
0: And Lance, did you want to drop any of your handles?
2: My handle's Race Lance. Go figure. When I tell you, I don't race that often.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I know you are extremely busy, gentlemen, and I uh, really appreciate you guys taking a chunk of your evening out. And uh, thank you so very much. Would love to have you come back on the on the podcast as you continue to to grow these these three areas, maybe get into to new el- elements and, and what have you. And let's uh, let's give you that chance to come back in 21 uh, later in the year to to talk more.
1: Awesome. Sounds Thanks good. for thank having, you for us, having,
0: having us, us. All right. Thank you, guys. By the way, fans, cubers, followers, Cars of Community, family, have you subscribed to Cars of Carlisle? If not, please do so. That way you will find this episode queued up and ready to go every Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning, depending on where you are in the world. And it'll be set and ready and for you to enjoy and listen to. We appreciate you being such a, a positive supporter of this show. And you can do that through iTunes by giving us five stars, Rating uh, uh, through a positive review, um, anything like that helps us. In fact, one way that uh, means a lot is just sharing and promoting us, making others aware of this podcast. There are a lot of podcast choices out there and even a lot of automotive podcasts. But, But being that we're working so hard to earn your top position on automotive podcasts, thank you so much. Please share us on all your social media channels like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter thank you in advance for getting the word out on the cars of carlisle podcast also if you want to help support us financially for all that we're working on and uh that goes into the the work that we do uh, find us at paypal.me forward slash cars of carlisle like to thank you for all of that support as well on behalf of the entire team here at cars of carlisle we hope you enjoyed this week's interview with Andy Lally and Lance Miller to Lance and Andy thank you guys for being part of the show and just bringing some great information to everyone uh, really enjoyed it and hope to have you back let's uh, downshift and go into this week's trivia answer just a reminder the question was how long is a single lap of the 24 hours of Daytona race and the answer is 3.56 miles or to our friends all over the globe, in kilometers, that would be 5.74 kilometers. So as you know, the, the 24 Hours of Daytona has been under known under different names based on uh, sponsorship. Uh, for instance, now it is Rolex 24 at Daytona. But uh, on that 3.56 mile lap, It is a combined road course that has parts, of course, of the NASCAR tri-oval, and then it dips down into the infield and and winds through a road course section. So I thought that, uh, again, interesting to know that it's three and a half miles just one time around. And very excited to introduce a new sponsor to the show, and that is Extreme Experience, X-T-R-E-M-E, Experience X-P-E. E-R-I-E-N-C-E and they are all about the experiencing driving an exotic car, a supercar, for anyone to be able to drive on a real racetrack all across the United States to make a dream come true or to get behind the wheel of a Ferrari 488 GTB, a Lamborghini Huracan LP610-4, why not a McLaren 570S, a Porsche 911 GT3, a Nissan GTR, maybe even a Dodge Challenger Hellcat Widebody. Uh, they even have a, a C8 Corvette Stingray Z51 as well as a Shelby GT500. Um, this is a real opportunity that you can choose your supercar, take three laps around an actual road course all throughout the United States, no speed limits, go as fast as your your driving instructor uh, encourages you to go, Helmet. Is included as far as the entire thing. It is quite the experience. You need to check out the ExtremeExperience.com where you have a chance to get behind the wheel of a supercar on a real racetrack. That being said, we are on the proverbial last lap ourselves, guys. The white flag is waving, and it's time to go flat out, pin it to the firewall as we make that come out of that final turn heading to this week's finish line. I want to say thank you so much for being a fan. Thank you for being a member of this community. Cars of Carlisle is so glad to have you on board. Be sure to come back next week, and we will be here waiting for you. For now, I will say drive well, be well, take care.